Hello everyone and happy new year. For those that are new here, my name is Joey Kidney. I am your host. I am, oh, I feel like we should do a little kind of like a rundown because it is a new year. Uh, I am 27 years old. I live in Ottawa, Canada. I am Canadian. It is very cold up here. I am a poet, an author, and a self-help content creator. I started on YouTube in 2012. Actually, a matter of fact, on January 4th, it was my anniversary for my YouTube channel, and I started in 2012. So it, it, it's been quite some time, and I had a really bad relationship with YouTube, and I actually just started it up again. I, had, I was messaging my friend, his name is Matt Walden, he's uh, the musician and the singer and the lovely artist that I collaborate with on my song called Milestone, I just forgot it, This Is Love, Dream Chaser, I, basically every song that I have on Spotify, majority of them are with Matt Walden, he's just an amazing human being, and I posted that I was falling back in love with editing YouTube videos and posting YouTube videos again, and he responded saying that you deserve a healthy relationship with it. And for some time, I was just so lost. I was I was doing things that I didn't know who I was, what I was, and I was just, oh, I was in such a bad spot with it. I would upload a video, and if it didn't get enough views, I would look at it more like, ah, oh, YouTube hates me. <laughs> but no, that's not, that's not what it is. And, and granted, it didn't love mental health content. Nowadays, it's kind of really exciting. There's so many more analytics towards YouTube. I can see when somebody's watching, when somebody clicks off, why somebody watched, why somebody clicked, where they clicked from. I can see all these analytics. And so if my video doesn't get any views or any support, I know why, which is really exciting. And I, I've started that back up. And the reason why I'm, I'm telling you all of this, the reason why that I'm sharing this is because I recently posted a video on there called Seven Life Lessons for Teenagers. And on that, I got a comment saying, can you explain this further? I would love a podcast episode about this. And so here we are, a podcast episode about seven life lessons for teenagers. And like I said, I'm 27, right? I'm not, I'm not a teenager, but these are, these are things that aren't necessarily difficult to understand, but they're things that I couldn't understand when I was a teenager. And I, I'm looking back now and I, I wish I did. So I wanted to share these with you. And if obviously, if you're an adult listening to this, if you're out of your teen years, I still think this is something that might benefit you. It doesn't like you can apply these things to your daily life. I, I have one that is what number is it? Uh, I, I, I did write these down, which is rare for this podcast because normally this is like all an ad lib podcast, but I did write these down. And number three, um, it's, it's about homework. <laughs> It's about homework, but it can be applied to your daily life and your work life. So if, if you work in an office or if you work with, I don't know, not even an office nowadays, anything like if you work from home, but if you work with other people and you're, or you're assigned to get tasks done, it's for you. So let's let's dive into it. Um, and, and I'm going to share more thoughts on each point. It's not just going to be the exact same thing as a video. So if you watch the video, this is going to be a little bit different because like, even though there's a, there's a script, I'm going to share my honest opinion. So number one is nothing good ever happens after 2am. This is a point from how I met your mother and I stand by it. And I've, I've actually stood by this when I was younger because 2am rolls around majority of the time, somebody's drunk majority of the time there's, there's, it's a party or something's happening. And if it's not, well, then you're in a rough spot. So 
if there's a party happening, nothing at, at the 2 a.m. mark, what that means is somebody's going to have too many drinks because we're up until 2 a.m. So you're past your two to three drink. Like I'm somebody that if, if I have more uh, than two to three drinks, then I'm going to feel it the next day. And it's just not that at that point, I'm not I'm not just enjoying the quality of the drink I'm drinking. I'm enjoying the time that I'm having while drinking it. Right. And I'm thinking that I need to have more of that con- to continue that time and to keep that time going. And so if I have more than three, it's not that I'm going to be like super, super drunk off my butt, but it's that I'm not going to feel very good the next day. And I think we should start doing things that make us feel good and make us feel you know, good enough, which is kind of like a foreshadow to a point that I, that I bring up. So after 2 a.m., there's too many drinks involved or, you know, after 2 a.m., we're overthinking and it's not, it's not a good, it's not a good time for us. So once that, 2 a.m. rolls around. I think it is appropriate to go to bed. I think it is a good idea. And I know sometimes it's it's harder to stop those thoughts, but um, a little tidbit. Uh, I, I also posted another video um, in for resolutions in 2024, and one of them was uh, I talked about um, sleep. And one of the things that I have been taking for my sleep to help me is um, magnesium glycinate. And for those that are big overthinkers, I'm a huge overthinker. And every time that I uh, I go to bed, 45 minutes or so before, I take this one pill, magnesium glycinate. I forget the milligrams and stuff, but it's it's like it's all natural. It's a vitamin. It doesn't hurt you. It's not a prescription or anything like that. Um, and that that helps me just stop thinking and, and fall asleep. And it's it's a wonderful wonderful little product. And it's not like melatonin. You won't wake up feeling groggy. You'll wake up feeling actually rested like you actually got sleep because you did so go to bed kids number two everyone thinks their life is over when they're 16 i've spoken to so many friends about what was the hardest part of their life when did they experience the most hurt the most unsettled moments and and things like that and granted my friends are you know, I, I, I do have older friends. So let's say my friends are between the ages of 25 and 40, which is kind of a big gap or maybe 27, 40. Right. So it's not that they've lived their entire lives. Like they don't, they don't know everything that's in the future and, and whatnot, but they all say that when they were 16 to 18, that it was the hardest moment of their life, that it was a moment that they couldn't really understand that they couldn't grasp that they didn't know who they were. And funny enough, I was with my friends that are now, they're 35. And at the time I was, I believe 24. And my friend came to me for advice. And I was like, why does a 35 year old become into a 24 year old for advice? Like what's, what's going on with this? And he asked me about how to tell if a girl likes you. Right. (laughs) And I was just, I was amazed that even at 35, we deal with high school issues. And I, 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 obviously these are things that we deal with our whole entire lives. We call them high school issues is because like when we were in high school, that was our entire life. If the person we liked didn't like us back, like that was it. And I remember that's why I started my YouTube channel, right? I started my YouTube channel with advice on, on this topic exactly. And I think we go through a lot of change when we're 16 and, and 18, because we're, we're, 
we're forced to decide our whole entire lives at that age. You know, where do we want to go to college, university? Do we want to? And like the other side of this is like at that age, you're choosing whether or not you're getting into drugs. Obviously that can, that can happen like earlier or later in your life. But like at that age, you know, people are starting to smoke. I I remember I had friends and, and well, I used to be friends with them. Uh, They just like randomly started going somewhere else at recess or not recess. What's the word? Like during the break after a period. And I'd be like, where, where are they? And they would always come back like smelling like cigarettes. And they're, they always told me like they just go and stand out there, but no, they were, they were smoking. And, um, it's actually kind of hard to, to talk about because one of those friends is no longer, no longer with us because of what I think is a change that they made when they were 16. And, you know, whether that's peer pressure to, to do that, it's it's a really hard thing to watch. And so I, I'm I'm a no to drugs kind of guy. I, I don't I don't smoke, I don't smoke anything. Um I understand alcohol is a drug, but like I said in the you know, the, the two to three drinks, that's where you that's where you cut it. It's a it's a hard thing to under, to understand and it's a hard thing to watch. And so just be mindful of your friends, be there for them. Be mindful of yourself as well, be there for yourself. There's a lot of changes that happen at 16, 18, and it's it's changes that can change our entire life. You know, yeah, yeah, it could be drugs, but it also could be, you know, where we go to school. It could be slacking off and and not doing our homework, and because we're like, ah, homework doesn't matter, but it, you know, it does. It can affect our entire lives. And should that be how school works? It's not the question here. You know, I I was a kid that didn't do very good in school, but I had to do it just like everybody else, and I could have spent my entire time complaining. And not get anywhere. And I'd still be complaining today. But I I did my work. And I can help you with that. Because we're going to go on to number three. And remember, number three was about homework. Number three is don't be perfect, be good enough. Now, I was a kid. I grew up with ADHD. I was an ADHD-filled kid. Now, whenever uh, a teacher would ask me a question, I would stand up and answer it. Like, I could not just sit still. And so what that, what that brought me was uh, I had 22 days of recess in grade five, 22 days, 22 days of recess. Where was I? <laughs> I was in the principal's office writing lines. They thought that you, to, to discipline the ADHD kid, you sit him in the principal's office in a chair and write lines, sitting still. That's what they thought would help me. It, it didn't. So do we always agree with the school system? No, but do we agree with everything all the time? No, we don't. Now, my advice for, you know, the, the, the kids that just don't get school, that just, that just, it's not for them, that it doesn't come easy. I'm, I'm you, I get it. And I know there's people out there that, you know, it does come easy and you love working hard and that's amazing. I don't have advice for you because I wasn't you. Just keep going. And I promise there's other people out there that would, that you could probably relate to like Ali Abdal, like maybe he's the guy that can understand that because I feel like he was really smart growing up. I don't know. I don't know him personally, um, but I wasn't that. I wasn't that kid. So my advice to the kids that just like aren't getting it. Here's what I did, and don't let your mom or your parents hear this because <laughs> it's not the best advice, um, but it's advice that worked for me. Be good enough. Just don't be perfect. So when you get homework and you have the time to do it in class, sit down and do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it, trust me, do it. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I would use it to try and better understand myself. I find I sometimes get lost in not understanding how I'm feeling to the point where I'm not enjoying my moment. And that's where therapy comes into play. I think it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries because it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists if you find you aren't fitting well at any time for no additional cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HappyTimes today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HappyTimes. Like, don't talk to your friends, just sit down and do it. And I know you might be thinking like, ah, well, I can take my time to like perfect it. It's not going to be good enough. It's like, I'm not going to get an A on this. Who fuck cares? Just sit down, do it. Because if you give that time to yourself right now, that was, that's been given to you. You're in school anyways, like no fun's happening inside of that classroom. Sit down, make it good enough. And I'm not saying like change the level of how you normally do something to just make it a passing grade. No, I'm just saying, give it a once over complete it. I'm somebody that if I say that I'm going to do something in, in, in five hours from now, I'm going to forget that. I'm not going to do it. I will not do it. And then I'm going to be doing it last minute. It's going to be way worse than the time that I like actually gave myself time to do it. So when we're given this, this, this time, at the end of class to do something, I would sit down and I would get that homework done. Cause I wanted to go home and I wanted to go outside and play hockey. I wanted to go outside and run with my friends. I wouldn't go on a bike ride. I, w- I always wanted to be outside doing things. I was an ADHD filled kid. And so if we give the time to ourselves to make it good enough, we have it done. Then at the end of the day, when you're done having fun with all your friends and your mom's like, did you do your homework? You're like, yeah, I did actually. And then you go, wait, what was my homework? Oh yeah, it was, it was the study on this. Huh? I actually have another thought to that. And then I would go back and I would add it. It doesn't mean I was making it perfect. I wasn't perfecting it, but I was just adding my spin onto things because I actually like had time to think about it. Think about things that I've done instead of things that I should be doing because I'm going to forget about it. So I, I, I hope that helps in, in, in any way possible. Um, number four, set goals for yourself. I was a kid that I just wanted to be a hockey player so bad. Like I wanted to, I wanted my career to be in the NHL or in the OHL. Like I just, I just, I wanted to be a hockey player and that's all I knew. I originally wanted to be a firefighter, but I, <laughs> I'm i colorblind, so I couldn't do that. Um, and that was my backup to hockey. And then obviously, so when I was 16, I got concussions and I stopped playing hockey. But let's be honest here. I wasn't good enough to make it. And I didn't have a goal and I didn't have a backup plan. So my number four is set goals for yourself because I beat myself up every day because my my mindset to making it to be a professional sports person was just ah if i do it enough i'll be good you know but then you look at you look at famous hockey players right now that are that are young and just got into the nhl not that a lot of you know about the nhl but there's a there's a kid named conor bedard and he was in the world juniors which is a tournament that happens uh every year around uh on boxing day and it's international tournament and it's a hockey tournament and for example, uh, this year was in Sweden. Canada didn't make it to the semifinals. But there's a kid named Conor Bedard, and, and he blew up there. And 
and he is now drafted into the NHL. He's on the Chicago Blackhawks and he's making millions of dollars and it's, it's amazing for him. And you think it's just good, but this guy works so hard. I watched an interview on him and and he had training sessions after training sessions. If he wasn't on the ice, he was doing dry land training. If he wasn't doing dry land training, then he was, you know, in the gym doing his own thing. And then if he wasn't there, he was shooting pucks in his garage and he, he set a goal for himself. I set a hope. There's a difference between a hope and a goal. And the bigger difference is that he put action. I didn't. I put hope. The best don't become the best because of hope. They become the best because of their hard work and determination. And I wish that's something I did when I was 16. Number five, learn to stand up for yourself. This isn't like, oh my God, a bully comes up to you and you just like drop the gloves. Sorry, I'm speaking in like hockey analogies now. I'm not saying to fight a bully. I had my fair share of bullies, especially when I started doing YouTube. They like didn't understand, but then they would come crying to me later. I didn't fight them. Not that I am a fighter. Like, I don't want you guys thinking that I that I would fight people. I would never fight a friggin' fly. Uh, I, I just can't even see myself fighting. I've I, No, it's just not it's just not who I am. But I was a very shy kid growing up. I was very embarrassed to speak out, let alone stand up. That's just not who I was. And, like, there was so many times where, like, my teacher would yell at me uh, because, like, I was the kid walking around the class. <laughs> But like I didn't do anything wrong and I would just like take it. I didn't have it in me to to argue and I would get so, so, so embarrassed. Oh my God, I have rosacea. Um, not like an extreme case of rosacea, but enough that somebody would just be like, oh my God, your cheeks are so rosy. And especially like now I have facial hair to kind of hide that, which a lot of people think I have facial hair to look like manly, but no, it's hide my rosy cheeks because when somebody's giving you advice, you know, you don't want them looking embarrassed. Anyways, now you know that. <laughs> now I'm going to be embarrassed. Um, yeah, I, people would come into my rosy cheeks and then I would get more embarrassed and then I would get more red and my hands would sweat and then I just like wouldn't stand up for myself. And I hated that. And I don't realize that. I didn't realize that until, until now. And I wish I did. I wish I stood up and was just like, I don't know. I, a lot of words come to mind, but I probably shouldn't share them. Just stand up for yourself. Stand up for the things that are important to you. Stand up for things that aren't just like forced upon you, that aren't just something that's trending on social media, but stand up for who you are, what you believe in, what affects your family and, and your beliefs. You got this and you deserve to. You you deserve to stand up. So number six, shower. Oh my God, hygiene is so important. Please shower, 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 shower. I know there was like, uh, I, I know a handful of kids in my high school that were like, too embarrassed to shower. I, w- I was one of them. Like I never showered in the, in the locker room, uh, because like guys are friggin' freaks, man. They go around like slapping your ding dongs. And like, it's just like, ah, did I just get harassed? Like, I don't, I don't know if you were interested in going to slap it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, oh, it's a scary. It's a, it's not for me. It's not for me. There was a lot of bullying going on in the change room and that wasn't for me, but I would always go home and and I would shower and cleanliness is something that is very good. Not only for your, your hygiene, but also your mental health. We associate showering with starting the morning off in like a clean way. You know, we clean all of our worries, all of our angst, all of our stress. And it allows us to have another pep in our step. Like this is what starts our morning. Nowadays it might be coffee, but back then it was showers. And this is, this is so huge. 
It is it is really huge. And I mean like wear deodorant, brush your hair, cut your fingernails, wash your butt. Yeah, wash your butt. Guys, wash wash it. <laughs> people can smell it just because it's in your pants doesn't mean people can't smell it. This is a little gross and a little TMI, but I'm serious. A funny little thing is that when I was in kindergarten, you know how there was always like the finger painting? painting uh that 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 was not for me oh my god i almost failed kindergarten because i wouldn't get my hands dirty i did not want to paint with my fingers because I, I i enjoyed being clean it just oh my god that was not me and i always got teased like growing up like once my friends knew about that story they would always like make fun of me like i would I'm, i don't do any i don't I, i'm still like that like i still i still don't do that i have a i'm italian so we had a little Christmas thing where we got together and we made gnocchi and um, that's like potatoes and you're rolling out dough and stuff and I could not I can't do that like I can't do that I still like I like cooking like I like doing things but I want to wash my hands like immediately after like I don't want to have my hands dirty for five minutes like I that's just not who I am and so even till this day like I just did the ricer where I like I rice the potatoes and that's that's about it but being being clean and being hygienic is honestly a really, really impactful thing for confidence. So if you lack confidence, if you have, if you struggle with finding that in your life, focus on being clean with yourself. Like, and it doesn't mean like, oh my God, you got to scrub yourself like OCD. No, no, no. Just like have a regimen for yourself. Have a little routine, a little cleaning routine. It'll, it'll really, really help. And now we're going on to the last one, guys. We're 20 minutes in. You've stayed this long. That's amazing. I really appreciate that. If if you do want to see me talk about this stuff, I do have a YouTube channel. Um, this is more in depth than what I spoke about on my YouTube channel because this is obviously longer, but I've been trying to focus on that. So if you want to go over there and subscribe, it would mean a lot. And a little, little fun little tidbit that um, I'll share before I share the last thing here. I, <laughs> I got over like 150 million views on TikTok in 2023 and I made $0. Yeah. Granted, I pushed a lot of people to, you know, support me with my books and stuff, but I made $0 on TikTok and with that amount of views. And so I'm focusing more on YouTube because not because I want the money, but just because I, I, I feel like I'm a creator that deserves to be paid for their work. And that's where I'll be focusing on in the, in the new year. So I really I appreciate all of your support. And it goes to like funding more books, funding more podcasts, which I have a new podcast coming out with Matthias. Actually, at the time you're listening to this, I'm recording it on the same day you're listening to it. But in three days time, there's going to be a new episode of our new podcast called These Guys Need Therapy with Matthias James Barker and myself. So I'm really, really excited. We have an Instagram account as well. So I'll be sharing that on mine. Um, but yeah, now, now, okay, I've hooked you long enough. Number seven is the most important one. The one I actually did as a teen and something that I look back on and I'm thankful that I did. Ask yourself how you're doing. This is so important. And it doesn't it, it, it doesn't need to be like that drastic. But for me, what I did was I would look in the mirror and I would say, how are you? And a lot of the time I wasn't very good. But a lot of the time I was happy that I asked. Sometimes I was happy. Sometimes I would be like, I'm good. I'm good. And I would look myself in the eyes. When was the last time you looked yourself in the eyes in the mirror? It's wild. It's like a weird, uncomfortable connection that we're so connected to other people. We're not really connected to ourselves. Like we're taught to look people in the eyes when we talk to them, but we don't teach ourselves that. 
when looking in the mirror. And I wouldn't look at anything else. I wouldn't look at how I did my hair. I wouldn't look like if my teeth were brushed enough or anything like that. Like I would just look at my eyes and be like, how are you? And a lot of the times I was just meh. It was just nothing. But I was so thankful I asked. Because I'm here today. And it's probably because I asked myself those questions. And so I hope these little points, like again, even if you are, you know, not a teenager, I hope these maybe spark something in you. I hope they help. So thank you very much for listening to the new podcast, the first podcast of 2024. I will see you guys on Monday on the new podcast. Um, Not just an episode. It's a brand new podcast. These guys need therapy with Matthias and myself. I'll see you guys on Monday. And then I'll be back on the Happy Times podcast, uh, you know, every Friday or so. So thank you very much for listening. We're so close to, I think, 4,000 reviews on Spotify. So if you haven't left a review yet, it would be in the world. If you gave a five-star review on Spotify, it would be so cool to get 4,000 of them. Um, But thank you very much for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.